everybody, I'm Beth Davis, and welcome to Teachable Tuesday. Every Tuesday, we discover God's heart in His Word and apply it to our lives. And I've got a word this morning that has been breathing new life into me. I can't wait to share it with you. So grab a Bible. You're going to want it today. I think you might know this verse or at least know this story, but I really want to camp out here. So grab your Bible and let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Father, thank you that you're here. Thank you for your love. Lord, we lean into your presence because you're right here. You're already here with us. We don't have to reach for you or wait for you or beg you to come. You're already with us. So we ask today for the grace uh, to tune into your presence, to hear your voice, and to receive your love more deeply. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I had this beautiful experience last week. Uh, I was leaving daily mass and um, you know, going to daily mass for the past few months, you come to know your daily mass crew and everybody's kind of got their spot, right? Everybody's got their little daily mass preferences and quirks. I've got them too. We all like to pray in our own way. And I've um, come to know this pair of people in daily mass. One is a very beautiful mother and she brings with her her son a little bit older and has some special needs and the other day as I was leaving mass I was pulling out of the parking lot and I saw them walking home and I sat there um, in the parking lot just watching them walk hand in hand down the street leaving mass and I was so moved by their love uh, by the ordinariness of the moment which suddenly was somehow not ordinary at all I was caught up in the presence of God. And I don't want to make that sound like it was some overwhelming, mystical, emotional experience. It's, it's, it was very simple. It was very ordinary. And yet my heart was captured by their love. And I was drawn into that moment. And so I sat in my car. I didn't turn left or right. I just watched them walk home. And I felt the presence of God. In that presence, in that silence, I heard God's voice. Now, I bet you're thinking, I'm about to tell you what God said. <laughs> but when I say that I heard God's voice, I don't mean that there were any audible words. God didn't say anything, not even uh, in the silence of my heart. He didn't speak. I mean, God's voice was his presence. I understood in the silence of that moment love itself. I understood family. I understood peace. I felt it. And I understood the, the beauty and the sacredness of life. I lived a lot of life in that very simple, ordinary moment. And nothing happened. Can I stress that? <laughs> nothing miraculous happened in that moment. I just, I caught a glimpse of something eternal something holy. I was swept up in the sacred, ordinary moment thanks to 
the silence of that moment. Again, no words, just the presence of God. And I went on with my day and I got a lot of things done. I really pride myself on being productive and I, I bet you do too, that we kind of measure our days by how much we get done or who we saw or what we did. You might even be looking forward to some fun thing. Let me get through the day so I can reward myself with that coffee or that dinner with a friend or book club, whatever it might be, early to bed. We kind of rush through our days hoping to find some respite. And as we lay our head on the pillow at night, or at least I've had this experience, that even though it was a full day, a good day, a productive day, there's still a restlessness. There's still a lack of peace. There's still a dissatisfaction. But on that particular day, even though I went through a very full day, even though I celebrated with friends and, uh, and dealt with some stresses and, and still even felt some stress at the end of the day, the moment, the thing that expanded my heart, that filled my mind as I went to sleep was that sacred moment of silence watching my friend and his mom walk home hand in hand. And I think that's what life is supposed to be like. <laughs> I don't think life is supposed to move so fast or be lived behind a screen in comparison to someone else's life. I, I don't think life is meant to be measured by how much we got done or how important we feel based on what other people say about us. I, I think God is waiting to be discovered in the beauty and the ordinariness of everyday life. But we, because of our culture, because of the world we live in, we're looking for him in big, dramatic, bold, loud ways. And then we're disappointed when we don't see him, we don't hear him, we don't feel him. Maybe you feel like that. Everybody else has had this encounter with God, this miraculous presence, goosebumps, tears, resting in the spirit, depending on um, your background, right? You might be thinking, does everybody have a miracle? Does everybody have a moment where they knew God was real? My life, my faith is really very ordinary. But I wanna, I wanna acknowledge you today. I wanna speak right to your heart today because the God of the, the universe, the God of the universe was born as a baby. The God of the universe, the God who made you, submitted himself to carry a cross, to suffer and die for us. He gave his life on the cross. So if we just look at those two events, just the incarnation, the birth of Jesus, God becoming man. And if we look at the, the suffering of Jesus, the cross, which is our salvation, those two moments alone tell us God does things a little bit differently than we might do them, right? And so I wanna apply that wisdom to our own lives. I wanna begin to look for God in the little, in the, the silent, in the ordinary. You might think, I've heard this before, but let's settle in in a particular way to the silence of God, which is the first language of God. You see, we've got to think differently about God. We've got to uh, see differently and hear differently. It's almost as if we need to tune into a different frequency. Because if our expectation 
is that God is going to break into our lives in these big dramatic ways. He does that sometimes. We see it in scripture. But more often than not, he is speaking to us in the silence of our everyday ordinary lives, in the beauty of creation, in the love of our friends and family. This is where we find God. And that love, that presence, that voice, that wordless voice of God, that will give us the satisfaction and the peace and the faith that we're longing for, that we're spending our days looking and waiting for. So I wanna prove that to you in scripture. I want you to grab your Bible and I want you to flip to 1 Kings. That's right, the Old Testament. It has a lot to tell us. So 1 Kings chapter 19, and I'm gonna read a couple of verses. Again, you might be familiar with this story, but let's listen again. Remember, we're hearing differently. So Elijah has just dueled essentially with the prophets of Baal and God, the God of Israel has been victorious. But now of course they're after him. He did slaughter all of their priests. So he goes and hides in a cave and fears for his life. Even though God has given him this incredible victory. He's done this crazy thing. He soaked all the wood with water and God still consumed it with fire. So there There's a a dramatic instance of God's voice and God's presence, but it wasn't enough for Elijah. He runs and hides in the mountain, fearing for his life, even asking God to take his life. He's that full of fear and anxiety. He's despairing, even though he's had this miracle, this victory of God, just one, oh no, it's the same chapter. In the same chapter, he fears for his life and he runs and hides. So Elijah prays to God, take my life, take it away. And the Lord said, "Uh, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Now there was a great wind, so strong that it was splitting mountains and breaking rocks in pieces before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a sound of sheer silence. Isn't that beautiful? Some other translations say a still small voice. And the Lord does ultimately, eventually speak in that sheer silence. But I want to pause right there. (coughs) Excuse me. I want to encourage you to begin to listen for the voice of God in silence, not for words, but that wordless presence in the silence. Sheer silence is where we encounter the heart, the comfort, the peace, the presence of God. And I wanna give you a couple of ways to experience that sheer silence, which is to say the presence of God in our lives. And we're gonna follow Elijah's example here. First, we're gonna go. So it does take some cooperation, some effort on our part to go away, to get away from all of the noise and all of the distraction. It doesn't have to be a physical cave. It doesn't have to be a weekend trip or a silent retreat. It can be just a few moments. In the middle of your day, stepping away from your computer to walk outside and take a deep breath and look around and listen for the presence of God 
in the sheer silence, putting down our phone before bed, taking a few deep breaths, listening for the presence of God in the silence of our bedroom, in the sound of our loved ones sleeping beside us, right? I want you to tune into that frequency of God's presence. We're not we're not putting that pressure on ourselves to hear a voice, to get a word or an image, right? We're just settling in. We're learning the language of silence. And that takes, for many of us, some going away. Not only physically, but even in the moment to go away in our hearts to encounter the presence of God in silence. Next, you're going to think this is crazy. And you didn't hear this in uh, First Kings, what was it? 11 through 13, but that verse right before where Elijah is begging God to take his life, that's step two. I actually want you to talk. (laughs) So once we get in the silence, you're going to find that you have a lot to say. What you're going to be tempted to think is, I'm not good at silence, right? I I can't do this. Silence is overwhelming and it's scary. Well, it's, it's true. When we get silent, we realize there's a lot going on in here. We've got a lot tumbling around in here and silence can be very loud and so we give up on it which is why when we go away into silence the next thing i want you to do is talk talk to god tell him all of that stuff tumbling around inside of you get it out oftentimes when i sense god being silent in prayer especially when i'm angry worked up about something when i need an answer right god is silent. He's giving me space to say more. He's telling me by his silence that he's lovingly listening. And so if you have this experience of going into silence and feeling like a failure because it's pretty loud in here or in here, have no fear. Just talk. Talk to the Lord. Get it all out. And step three, I want you to listen. Again, we're not listening for a word. We're listening for that loving presence. This is what Elijah did when he encountered the presence of God. Remember, the Lord said he would pass by. He was coming to him. When he hears the voice of God through the presence of God in sheer silence, it's a mystery, right? He covers his head and he goes out and that's when God speaks. So we're not chasing after words or answers. We're learning to listen to the presence of God. We're learning to receive his loving presence in sheer silence. Now, you might be thinking, "Ah, I can't really do that. I, I can't escape the pace, the responsibilities of my daily life. Well, lucky for you, the church gives us many opportunities in the mass to press in to that sheer silence. Two of my favorite ways to pray in the mass are the preparation of the gifts and the purification of the vessels. You might know them better as halftime and it's almost over, okay? I think at times we can be tempted in the mass when we're kind of plugged into that rhythm of the mass. When we get to preparation of the gifts, people are getting up, going to the bathroom, getting a drink of water, getting their tithe out of their purse. There's a lot of activity, and yet there's a real silence to that moment. God is present in that moment. So, (coughs) excuse me, in that moment, we're meant to be pressing into the sheer silence of God on the altar. 
preparing our gift, the gift of our hearts, meeting him on the altar with our presence and our gifts. I love to the purification of the vessels, right? It might look like we're just doing the dishes after dinner, but there are so many deep and beautiful things happening on the altar. And one of them is that God is giving us the space to be with him, physically with him, after receiving him in the blessed sacrament. He's truly present. It's a moment of deep union. And the church in her wisdom is giving us the space, honoring where Jesus was just held in those sacred vessels to be brought to us, but also giving us room to do that talking, uh, to do that being, to receive the Lord and to be in union with him. We are purified by his presence in us at the same time that the vessels are being purified. So in your next mass, join me in pressing in, being present to that sheer silence. I'm praying for you. Let's pray right now that we can begin to perceive God differently, hear God differently, see God differently, tune into his frequency in sheer silence. Do not be afraid. Let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. God, we give you space right now, room to press into sheer silence. Fill that silence with your loving presence as you always do. There's no pressure to hear anything, to feel anything. We're simply letting God be with us and settling in to his profound presence in silence. Lord, come and speak peace. Speak healing, not with words, Lord, but by your presence. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Friends, go away, talk it out, and uh, listen. Listen to the loving presence of God. See you next week. Bye.